Hi guys, welcome back to the Unread Podcast. It's Nsteha. Hey guys, it's Tingham. Hey, it's ML. Um, welcome back, guys. It's crazy you guys are hearing from us again. <laughs> was it was that in hiatus or was it like <laughs> panic mode to figure out what we're gonna do next since we can't even both, be honestly. together? A little bit of both. We there was no way that we ever thought about doing remote episodes. That was that was always a no go. But now it's like that's our only option, and we don't know how long this pandemic is gonna be lasting. So. Well, it wasn't always a no-go. Like, we thought about it, but then we're, like, we're always together, so why not just do it together? But Mm -hmm. now it's, like, we have to, you know? Yeah, we have no choice, and we have to. No, I mean, the real... I shouldn't say the real pandemic, but the situation in Minnesota, Bidihan, has been just crazy. Have you guys seen the weather outside? It's freaking snowing. But I mean, that's usual. I don't know why people are acting like... Snow is not normal no. for us in April. This time last year, literally, there was a blizzard. So now we're just getting a few inches. It's not that bad. And I don't recall. Away. I don't recall my Snapchat memory reminding me of anything like this. <laughs> I'm yeah. very sure. I, I didn't even know that it was going to snow yesterday. Like, we deep cleaned the house. And I was doing, like, yard work. And I was, like, raking leaves and stuff. And my neighbor was, like, because I was trying to um, turn on our sprinkler. And my neighbor was, like, I wouldn't do that just yet. Because last, year, last like, fall, I didn't turn off the sprinklers in time before I got cold. So it bursted a pipe. So this time, I'm, like, I'm going to stay ahead of the game usually in April you have to open your sprinklers again and then she's like oh I wouldn't do that because it's gonna snow and I was like excuse me it's gonna mm-hmm. snow for you it's not snowing for me <laughs> and then this morning I woke up and I'm like thank god I didn't do it though but yeah it's, yeah it's this is just it's crazy for for a second I just felt like I'm like maybe we're in fall we've just been quarantined for such a long time that we're in fall <laughs> I feel like it doesn't affect me as much. Like, I literally see the window. Like, to Camila freaked out. She woke me up. She's like, it's snowing, Haya. But, like, I'm like, okay, hey, it's not going to I got to go outside. It's not going to have to, like, drive. I feel like yeah, yeah. outside just is, like, an imaginary thing to me at this point. I'm like, I see it <laughs> out the window. I'm not yeah. going out. Does it doesn't even exist? Impact. It doesn't exist at this point. Not anymore. I feel like for the longest time, my low was the quarantine, but now my low is just, like, the weather. But then again, it's like, I'm going to stay inside anyways. If I was going outside to go to work at this weather, then I'd be a little bit more upset. But the fact that it it doesn't really phase you when you're going to be inside anyways. And I did go shopping yesterday, so I'm like, there's seriously no reason for me to be outside. But... I played myself. I, I knew damn well it was going to snow yesterday, and I still didn't go grocery shopping. Now I'm like, eh, I'm just going to make do with whatever I have, and then we can go tomorrow. Have you guys noticed that the grocery stores are still not carrying that much? But Target's been doing this good thing. Like, when you walk through the front door, they have this, like, little, like, uh, whiteboard. And on the whiteboard, it says what they do have and what they don't have. So, like, any of the, like, essentials, like paper towels or anything like that, it's going to be on the board. So don't mm-hmm. bother, like, walking all the way back there just to not find anything. So wow, whenever they're sold out of cool. something, they, like, take it from this. It's like a magnet. They take it from this side to this side. And I'm like, that's kind of cool because then I don't have to waste my time walking around and then leaving that Target to go to a different one. Yeah, yeah I know wow, that in my cool. Target. Yeah. I feel like I'm mean, like going to Target more because I, I think, like, I think the way they're handling it is so professional and it's not, like, as scary. I don't know if you guys have been to Walmart. I went to Walmart, like, last sometime last week I think the, I went the beginning of last week and it just seemed so like 
it dead. just it, it made, no it wasn't even dead it was so busy but like it made you panic because like people were just there were way too many people in there like the way the signage that they had they had like a whole row of carts like blocking the doors and they had like taped off and it was just it literally just like made you panic <laughs> like I well I, I kid you not whereas Target like makes you feel at ease like they're handling the situation they have people wiping down carts and giving you a clean cart when you walk in you know they had the 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 board that tells you what they have and what they don't have like you know Walmart yeah. was just like Walmart. I'm like, yo, like y'all look like you're getting ready for doomsday. I don't like the situation. Target makes me yeah. feel a little bit more at ease. No, yeah, I definitely I, agree with you. <laughs> no, don't come from Walmart. That's where I'd be going because we our Target here is not a super Target, so like it doesn't have everything. It's just like the basic Target. Um, so Walmart is our go-to, or like Sam's Club. That's what the one that we go to but like our walmart is pretty nice like they clean the carts like they'll it's not that crazy or busy but it's the only walmart in the city so like you'll oh, see everyone so they, there they have to, okay i guess they do have to make sure yeah. but Annika, it's two different blog games well, when i'm going to walmart i have to like try to go there at a time where there's not that many people there and mm-hmm. like make sure i'm like mentally prepared for it to be like hor- like horrific like i went to aldi the other day too and they were doing the most and i was like what the hell i never go to aldi but it was weird they had this guy, this poor guy, wiping down carts and, like, handing them out to people. And you had to take one. And I was like, I don't want one. I'm just here for two things. He's like, you have to take one. This doesn't make it unnecessary oh, work for you. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like with, with Target, there's so many people in the front, like, wiping down and, like, handing it to you. Maybe, and then yeah. when you get it, it's, like, already wet and everything. Like, you don't have to do anything. So I really like that. I, I agree with you. I feel like Walmart... I feel like we went to the same Walmart because it had, it had, like, the carts that... Did you go to my Walmart? My Walmart? Or you went to your Walmart? I, I believe we went to the one that's in between. No, y'all, y'all go to two different Walmarts. I'll tell you there that. Different ones. You don't yeah. go. No, you don't, the one yeah. that the one that you I went to is by Cedar Avenue. Yes, that's yeah, the that's in between not the one both I go of to, us. Babe. I go no, to that, that's right that's there. the Walmart that I go to. Yeah, that's what I'm she goes to. to she goes to the scary Walmart, the the bougie Walmart. Scary, no wonder no, you were panicked and no wonder you were scared. I go to the one by my house. It's not like it's right there. Like three minutes. The one that I went to also had the carts and like it had the tape and everything. The only reason why I went to that Walmart was the instant coffee because the the Target that I normally go to, I thought I bought instant coffee but I didn't, and so I'm like I'm not getting tricked again by going to Target because the coffee aisle was practically wiped out. And so I was like I had to go to Walmart for that reason, but unless I have to, I'd never go elsewhere. I just feel like Target just has all the necessities and Mm -hmm. everything, and I also feel like. Target, Target, like, like, Target, whenever you're bored and you just, like, walk around, there's a lot of things that they have on clearance, like, a lot of the clothes, bedding, like, a lot of the things, home decor, like, the things that people are not buying are going on clearance, and then I'm like, this is perfect, because I haven't fully decorated the house, and so I'm like, this is, like, (laughs) two birds and one stone. No, I'm Target, so they're, like, care. wiping down, like, at the self-checkout. They are on it as far as the pandemic. As as soon as you check out, they have somebody come and clean the entire self-checkout thing right after you. Whereas Walmart, well, light, I went there, and this girl was just literally standing at the front. She just was, like, doing a regular schmeg. She had on gloves, like, the worker girl. She had on gloves, and she was just watching the rest of us. And, like, they had, like, little tape of, like, six feet, but, like, nobody was following six feet distance at Walmart. Nobody was cleaning <laughs> the self-checkout things. Like, well, I left and I was like, I attempted I had hand sanitizer. So I literally hand sanitized my hands and I was like, all right, better. Like as soon as I get out, I'm gonna sanitize my hands. I'm gonna wipe down my car. I'm gonna wipe down everything I touched. It was disgusting. Well, Target, literally, they have people that direct you go to this one and then right after they clean, they 
everything is wiped down. So they yeah. make you feel so much better. Y'all know how much I love Target. Yeah. I had an incident at Walmart. An incident at Walmart. <laughs> so what happened was I was, like, looking for um, something for our shelves, to hold our shelves. Um, and I couldn't... As usual, you know, you can't find anyone to help you in Walmart. So I finally found this man to help me, and he's an older man. And I was—I had my car in front of me, and I was going towards him. And I was like, hey, sir, I'm looking for this. Can you help me find it? And he starts screaming at me. He's like, whoa, 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 six feet, ma'am, six feet. And I'm like, what's And the only thing, I I couldn't help but just, I started, like, laughing. And then he's, like, looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, yo, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I forgot there's a whole pandemic going on. But this man literally had a freak out he's like six feet six feet <laughs> like, was he wearing so a mask huh? no he wasn't and then the way it was so funny the way he was like um directing me to the aisle he told me to go to the aisle and then he stood at the end um like at the um what is it called the what is the end of the shelf yeah the cap the end cap and like he literally t- kept telling me keep going okay and then he like take a step as soon as i take i take a step further away from it it was the most i literally the whole time i was laughing and i couldn't help i was like i feel really rude but i'm like this is just a funny situation <laughs> he's probably so scared of you yeah i was like i'm okay i haven't left my house i don't have the virus but yeah, yeah it, it no, was, was very very funny today. I was reading something today that they have, um, I think there's like 1,400 people that tested positive, but they think that um, 143 people actually are positive and don't know it yet in the state of Minnesota. Like 1% of the people that are that um, that are positive right now is just, what's positive right now, the amount of people that are positive right now is just 1% of what the state thinks that the people that actually do have the virus, which is scary as hell. Cause I'm like, almost 200,000 people have it. So that means... I've probably come across, like across somebody who does have it, mm-hmm. but I yeah. just don't know yet, which is so scary to think about. I just feel like I haven't been listening to news or statistics. Like the only time I I watch something or listen to it is when it's sent to me because I just feel like a data to the I'm gonna get more freaked out than I already am. And so every time I talk to somebody, they talk about the virus, or every time I see it on Instagram or something like that, like it just freaks me out. And then I'm like, you know what? Like let me just watch something makeup or related or like styling or something to clear my mind. And then somebody else will bring it up. And then like I just have to keep going through a cycle of like centering myself because I'm like mm-hmm. I can't think about that. Many many people having it because it'll just it'll freak me out yeah I, know, I, I, I feel you I that's how it was before but now I feel like I was doing that because I was avoiding it and like you I really haven't been paying attention to the news I just came across it today on Google and then in the same article it was talking about how they're expecting like another peak in July and I was like bruh like I've, I've come to the phase where I've just accepted it and I'm like all right this is gonna last a while we're in this for the long haul it is what it is <laughs> and yeah. keep going forward with it but yeah I, I haven't been seeking any information on it too because I'm like this is it's overloaded information that's how I felt the first week I was so anxious every five seconds I was refreshing my phone to see what I could get mm-hmm. like more information on it yeah yeah no I felt what's like up that first- What's up, university has been on this, like, <laughs> figuring out all these immune system boosters. And it's nice to know, but some of those shit is so nasty. Like, my mom made this, like, concoction of, like, I can't even describe it. It was just a bunch of, like, bad. It's good for you, but it tastes horrible. And she mixed it all together. And now, I guess, what's up, university told her that if you have bad cramps and you take a spoonful of this, like, concoction that she pulled up and in hot water, it's supposed to be like a miracle worker for your camps and so now she's like she made a huge one for herself and then she made a small one for us so every person when they're on their period every single day has to take a, a spoonful i'm literally dreading it i want to work i don't know 
we'll see. This is the first period cycle that she's going to experiment on us. So, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, if it works, well, I'll take it because period cramps are no joke. Girl, my mom has been coming up with different types of teas, different type of, like, little situations. Like, every single day is something new, but, like, ginger is a, the big thing in our house. Like, literally every single day, my mom's, like, carrying, like, ginger and honey and all those things mixed up. And then everyone, she's, like, spoon, everybody getting in a, get in a line. <laughs> so good. And my mom had she thought it through everything well everyone has to get in line it's it's just crazy but another thing I was thinking about like like my high would be for um for this whole for 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 this week or for this whole situation is like Ramadan I'm like really excited for that just being able to be home and not actually like having to worry about like I don't know, like, outside things, just being, like, home with everyone and, like, just praying with the whole family. It just feels really nice. And I'm, like, kind of sad, like, once this thing is all over, I'm kind of sad because everyone's going to go back to their own routines and then you won't get to see everyone as much as, like, you're used to seeing them in in the house. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I I agree with you. I feel like pre-Ramadan, like, I'm, I'm preparing myself by, like, getting journals or, like, reading the Quran now, and I just feel like having this Ramadan at home, like, you have more time to, like, you have more time to actually pray, because before, I'm like, you're working, and then you have to stop your work to actually, like, go find a place to pray and waste a and all this stuff, but now you're in the comfort of your own home, so it mm-hmm. seems like it's gonna be a lot more easier, it feels like, but no, I'm really excited for Ramadan. No, I was, I was just saying, I feel like I'm the opposite of you guys, because you guys are, like, with your family, so it's like you have more time to hang out with everybody, because now everybody's able to see each other, whereas me, it's different, because, like, I live away from my family, so not being able to, like, go home and, like, hang out there and spend time with everybody is going to be really weird, because, like, last time around, I was going home every weekend to spend time with them and, like, hang out and, um, like, spend the weekends there, whereas now... We're not going, we're not going anywhere. (laughs) We're staying here. So I'm like far away from everybody. I feel like we're more isolated instead of having this time being time to reconnect with family. I feel like it's making us more isolated from the family, which is weird. Very weird. Yeah, you guys, you guys had your like, this was you guys' normal routine to begin with. What would be your high? Um, I feel like my high, like in general or like, with Ramadan coming up in this pandemic. Like, just in general? general like, yeah, whatever your high was going to be. I don't know. I, I don't I didn't even think that far ahead. Um, what is my high? Um, I'm going to start a book. <laughs> I feel like that's the only thing. My weeks are just kind of consisting of the same thing, and being cooped up and not having a social life has been very, very difficult. But my high is, uh, honestly, yeah, I think it's just my book. I'm about to start a book. What book? What book is it? Um, it's a book that my librarian, aka Nasros, picked up for me. I don't remember what the title is, but it's some, Nasros chooses my books for me. So she, whenever she reads a book, if she, if she thinks that I'm going to like it, I, I usually take it over. But I, I don't know what it's called. I'll let you guys know when I start reading it. I have one week to read it, finish it, and report back. Okay. One week. Wow. Whatever happened to the book club that we were, <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to the book club where we were going to start or like, I think we picked a book, but nobody ever reported back. I feel like this should be the perfect time to actually do like a book club because then it like will give you something to like, it will structure your day to give you something to do. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember how, where that went. That felt, yeah, you guys did have a book. I wasn't, I wasn't a part of that. I decided I wasn't going to be a part of that because I read books on a weird time span. Um, and 
the books that you guys read are way different than the random shit that I read. I can't be yeah. I can't be in 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 a book club. But anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> she, she said I can't be in a book club. Okay. I'm in a book I just club. Literally, find, I just couldn't, couldn't find the book. I couldn't find the book. So. Yo, try your try the library's um Halaha app. It's so much easier. I did, I did. That's oh, why I got, I got, I got the library app and the whole situation, but I couldn't find that book on there. Oh, so no. I was like, mm. yeah. Right, well, Anywho, okay. do you guys have any lows? The snow is my low. Yeah. The snow. The snow. Yeah. Ugly weather. Um, We're so unstructured my, today. I don't know. Um, my high would be picking up new hobbies. I feel like ever since I've been here, I like to stay busy all the time, and so I've been scrapbooking um a couple hours a day and i literally started from last year because like um in my in my room i have this bulletin board that i keep receipts of every anything fun that i do um and i still have the receipts from last year that i've never fully scrapbooked yet so i've been doing like a spread um uh for each month and like fun things that we did and i even have like pictures and stuff that i got i went to walgreens to go get pictures so that's been my hobby so far um and then lately like the last 24 hours i've been into hair so i did this like pop smoke hairdo literally it looks like pop smoke <laughs> and so it's like, pop smoke inspired and so um like i've been doing hair lately so i'm like that's been fun that's been my high picking up new hobbies wow i feel like i picked up a new hobby as well too <laughs> tiktok <laughs> tiktok has a TikTok new hobby too <laughs> yo it, it's crazy on there i feel like it's a whole different world on there um it's been my new thing. I'm trying to learn a couple of dances with my sisters. Um, and we're trying to, like, just do them for fun and, like, try to, like, choreo- choreograph an outfit together and stuff. So it's been fun. <laughs> Y'all are on it. The yeah. only thing I've been doing is cooking. I feel like I've been into cooking and baking as of late. Yo, if y'all see me come out as quarantine, like, 100 pounds thicker, don't say nothing. Do don't not say questions. nothing. Literally, Camila and I are like, yeah, the other day, I wo- I've been making food. You know damn well how much I hate cooking and baking and any of the sorts. But I've been in the kitchen three times a day making shit. Shakara. Wow. wow. In the kitchen three times. Last night, last night, me and Camila made Oreo brownies. How was that? Oh, wow. It was good. It was really delicious. It was yummy. Wow. Kind of wow. wow. I wish we used more Oreos, but that's the lesson for next time. Yeah, wow. No, I just haven't been baking as much. I, I feel like once school is over, like, one of the reasons why I'm also excited for Ramadan is, like, I'm the I'm going to be the chef in the house. So I'm, like, coming up with the menu and, like, everything. And, inshallah, like, I want to, like, start cooking and baking and stuff. So maybe, like, I'll drop some uh, recipes on Instagram, you know? Please do. Keep Please a, do. Keep an eye out. <laughs> Please do, because I definitely need, like, cooking ideas. Because I get stuck on, like, eating the same, like, four or five things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I need new yeah. ideas of what to eat, especially from Ramadan. Because it's, like, you want to eat yeah. something good and filling. Yeah, and I'm telling my mom, like, I told her she has this Ramadan off. I was, like, we don't want no some booze. Like, I don't know. Are you going to make it? booze during Ramadan? You have to have it at least one time. I mean, maybe, like, one time. I'm trying to find, like, a healthier a healthier way to make it. Because, to be honest, it's just too much. Like, too much oil that's being fried and, like... And the bur is fried. There's maloha is fried. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole lot of unnecessary oil that you don't need, especially if you've been fasting all day. And so I just feel like it's a good opportunity to be, like, healthier. Yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to see it. Um, 
So moving on to today's episode, we just want to quickly catch up with everybody, see how things are going. Um, but we know all of our listeners are messy people and they like messy topics. <laughs> so this episode <laughs> is going to be a little bit messy, um, not too much. We just have some situations that I'm going to read out loud to everybody and then we're going to discuss it and see. Um, I don't know if some of the listeners are like into Reddit or if you guys are, um, but there's like a sub category on reddit called am i the asshole so i got some stories from am i the asshole and we're going to decide if um we're going to decide who the asshole is in certain situations so are y'all ready let's do it let's do it i need i need some like messiness to like take my mind off this quarantine shit so when i tell you this messy no, this cat, this like, uh, am I am I the asshole? Has like the the subcategory. It's been so interesting to see because everybody's cooped up, so all these people are beefing their significant other because they're cooped <laughs> up in the house together. So a lot of the stories are like some petty shit, where it's like it's not that de- you know it's not that deep, or people are like so emotionally intense. But it's gonna be interesting to see after this quarantine how people's relationships like how they become because mm-hmm. some people are spending time with their significant other and they're cooped up can't really go anywhere so now either it's going to break their relationship or it's going to make it stronger it's going to be interesting. yeah it's going to be very interesting um okay so the first story that i have um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna read the title because the title usually just kind of one lines the entire situation so i'm just gonna read the thread or read the story this one this one this one's wild this one's gonna get people riled up okay so are y'all ready Ready. Is y'all ready? If you guys hear any noise in the background, it's my heat, so ignore that shit. But it is what it is. We're going to make do with what we got. Anyways, they start off with, I'm a dad of six kids. A 21-year-old daughter, 17-year-old son, 14-year-old daughter, six-month-old, uh, no, six-year-old male. <laughs> what? Six-year-old what? Okay, start again. Start Let again. Start right. Okay. So they start off with, I'm a dad of six kids, a 21-year-old daughter, 17-year-old son, 14-year-old daughter, six-year-old son, three-year-old daughter and one-year-old daughter okay so they have six kids so my 14-year-old has been helping out with taking care of the younger ones um which is the six-year-old to three-year-old and the one-year-old um and we often joke and refer to her as a third parent she takes care of small things like making sure the younger ones have brushed their teeth are in bed on time or making them breakfast in the morning or helping the six-year-old with his homework um she's never complained about doing any of this and she seems to enjoy helping out Lately, though, she's been complaining about how she never has any time for herself and always has to be watching the younger kids. I think she ha- I think she just has to manage her time better. She agreed to take on some extra responsibilities to help take care of them, and I think she should honor that. The only thing is, she was recently diagnosed with an anxiety disorder and has had a few panic attacks. Her ter- therapist told us to stop having her help out with the little ones, but she's been doing it for years already. Uh, why should it change now? So am I the asshole for having my daughter continue doing something she's been doing for years? However, they edited their post and said to edit um, to all those asking why my 17-year-old doesn't help out. It's because he's on a sports team and takes extracurricular uh, classes. He doesn't have time. Edit number two. For those of you saying, I forgot my sixth, sixth child, I didn't. My oldest daughter is 21 and we don't talk anymore. So I don't feel uh, like it was important to list her. I will change that. Also, for everyone asking about parentification or whatever that, uh, whatever, this isn't that. This is her being a rebellious teenager and not following up on her commitments. Pause. Before you guys say your thoughts, somebody commented to this um, posters, uh, post and said, 
hijacking the top comment to call out my obnoxious ass older brother. He showed this post to me and um, I don't know expecting me to support him. So now I'm going to call him out if that's okay. Hey, Aaron, this is Jude. Yes, I have a Reddit and you want to listen to me in real life. So this is what I have to do um, and I'll do it. Um, you already lost Audrey. Are you really so lazy that you could you would sacrifice your relationship with Clara as well? We all told you that you couldn't take on the responsibility of having more kids. We all <laughs> told you that someday Clara wouldn't want to help out anymore, just like Audrey did. You cannot take care of your youngest. You couldn't even take care of Audrey when she was your only kid. We all know you favor Nate. It's not because he's busy. It's because you think he shouldn't have to help because he's a boy. Honestly, most of these replies are spot on. I hope you take this as a wake-up call because Sarah and I talked to Audrey, and she says that she's willing to talk to you again if you ease up on Clara. Take this uh, as what it is, your last chance. Oh, yeah, you're the asshole. So who's the asshole? Is it teenage daughter or is dad? It's not yeah, even. definitely him. Where is the mom in this situation? There's no that's, mom mentioned? Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm trying to figure out. But I think that there is because he said they refer to her as the third parent. You know? So okay. I'm assuming that okay. it's him and his wife raising the kids. Yeah, yeah. Not raising the kids, letting Clara, poor Clara. Okay, raise why kids. do you keep having kids if you're not going to be the one to raise them? And why do you mm-hmm. expect the older ones to raise the younger children? Like, why? And on top of that, they low-key sound like a Somali household where the guys don't do anything. That's why yeah. like, <laughs> where he's like, he's 17, he's in sports, and... Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just because she's no, a girl first, does not mean that she first, do anything. At first, I was like... At first, when you said she's taking care of her siblings, I was like, whatever. Like, I was 14. I was helping out in the house, you know? But when you said it was causing her anxiety and all this stuff, and then about all the shenanigans he was talking about, I was like, ah, 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 this sounds like an abusive relationship. Like, we need to step back. Like, that right. that's so unfair. She didn't bring these children into the, into yeah. the world. Like, they're your children. Take care of them. Like, what are you doing during that time? Like, are you working, like, five jobs to support the family? Is that what it is? Like, what what is the—I don't understand. Is the brother going to be, like, is. a superstar? Like, is he going to make you guys millions of dollars? I mean, is he in? Why can't he help out right now? Yeah. That's what Definitely. I'm saying. And the other thing that I... It just mental health changes every single day. It changes every single year. Like, I, the child's still growing. From uh, the, If she didn't have any mental health issues at, like, 10, 11, 12, she could get anxiety at 14, 15. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. just because she's been doing it for a couple of years, it's because she's been doing it and holding on to the stress that now she's developed anxiety over, like, just, like, caring for her family and also the responsibility that they put on her. So how, how can you sit there and say she's been doing it for the past couple of years so her therapist is obviously just, like, feeding her things and this is not actually how I fe- how she feels you know what I'm saying yeah. like that yeah. me out like there's a whole therapist that's saying she should not be doing your role as a parent she should not be parenting her freaking siblings there's no way that this is okay but you choose to disregard the information that she's already been doing it like yeah it's because she's been dealing with the stress mosquito she's mm-hmm. how do you expect her to go on she's 14 she's a child herself she should not yeah. be taking care of other children when yeah. both their parents are alive and well and at 14, you're in middle school, you're in high school, you already got you drama in you. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and yeah. like, you're just in school and, and your friends and all this and fitting in, like, to come home and not have anywhere to go to, yes, you're going to develop all these mental illnesses mm-hmm. because you have no one to talk to. And then mm-hmm. to have your uh, your parents basically not understand you, even though a professional is telling them that, like, your feelings are valid and you're feeling these uh, like you're feeling this way because of like things that you've been going through the past couple of years and then listening to that and your fa- your family telling you oh they're just lying like that in, in itself is going to continue to make you like anxious 
You know, yeah, I, I feel yeah. like they're, they're horrific parents. Like, you already lost one child due to the fact that you were having her be a parent when she wasn't an actual parent, and now you're doing that to your other daughter. You're going to lose mm. both connections with your children. And essentially, yeah. the, the when they grow up, they're probably going to be like, fuck off, you didn't really raise me, my sister raised me. You're a parent yeah. just, just because you technically are a parent, but you're not really truly my parent, you know? Like, that's mm-hmm. wild. She's, she's doing regular things just by helping the six-year-old with his homework. Like... You know how frustrating yeah, it is what? to have She has her own homework. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly. And she's 14. Yeah, she she probably does homework. have, like, some essays she should be writing for history class or some shit. I, I, and another thing is, I know, like, like going to see therapists is very, like, expensive. So I'm like, why why can't they also afford to have a nanny or something? Like, someone that comes in to help out in the house. That's I'm like, I, Yeah. I'm like, why are you making this 14-year-old go through this, you know? I don't know. The dad himself needs therapy. The mom needs therapy. They, 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 they themselves are not okay. Don't have okay. kids if you can't afford it. Don't yeah. have kids if you cannot. Not even just afford it. Don't have kids if you cannot give them the time that they need yeah. and the energy that they need. Kids yeah. are a lot. Like six kids. That's a lot of energy. Outside of like work or whatever else that he's got going on, you know. Like that's. And you were told apparently not to have more kids, but you went ahead and did. Like it's not. Yeah. Don't have kids. You can't take care of them. It's very simple. <laughs> no, very really simple. simple. It, it does kind of sound like a Somali household, though. I'm God, not going to lie. Well, it's not that hard. Come on now. Let's get it together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one's another kind you of... You know, can I, yeah. can I add a quick comment? You know, I don't know if you guys have seen that meme that's been going around of um, basically, like, this is, like, a Somali a Somali guy is, like, pictured sitting at home with his... He's, like, oh, Abdi home with his 10 kids wondering, like, how the hell did this happen? I'm, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> with the quarantine, now that there's no... With the quarantine, he's, like, what the shows, hell? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, okay. So this one um, is written by a guy, and then he's talking about his girl. He's 21. His girlfriend's 22. So my girlfriend is re- is a really amazing cook. She's really motherly and is always consistent with making sure I eat. I work the night shift and often get off at 1, a- um, 1 to 3 a.m. And as soon as I get home, she'll be ready with a plate of hot, fresh cooked food for me because she stayed up. She's picky about her space, though, and doesn't like it when I stand over her and ask too many questions. She says I'm often distracting, and it's made her burn the food at times before, so I like to keep my distance. Recently, she's been making burgers, and I mean these things that are S-tier smash burgers that, I'm, that I'd normally pay $15 for. She stayed up until 3 a.m. for me to get off and started cooking for me because she was upset I hadn't eaten. Um, she was cutting the onions um, and tomatoes and setting up the condiments. I made a comment about the tomatoes being cut a bit thick and the onions being a little thin. I also got a bit triggered because her hands were oily and she touched the condiments. When she cooks, the entire kitchen turns into a bomb. After I made the comment, she slammed down the knife, exploded at me crying, saying that she's not a dog and needs to be trained better, um, and that she's tired of me constantly nitpicking at her. She was completely hysterical, saying she does everything for me, goes above and beyond, and it hurts her um, when all she gets is a lecture about how how to do things properly. She said she was done doing things for me and to do it myself and that I was taking her for granted. She yelled about how she, um, she yelled about how, yes, she's making a mess, but always cleans it immaculately um, because she loves to clean also and that she never asked me to help. Uh, She didn't talk to me for the rest of the night and most of the day and then cried earlier before I left for work asking why I couldn't just appreciate the silliness of her messes and clumsiness and why I couldn't, why can't contribute to why I love her and that she only does these nice things for me for my approval. While I see her point, I never ask her to do things for me, but I can't help but give her constructive criticism on how to do things better for the future. Am I the asshole? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> 
don't want to respond back to this because she's cleaning. She's already cooking. 3 a.m. Akusokai for your dusty ass to make you food. 3 a.m. And you want to take that time to comment on how the kitchen's dirty. At the end of the day, you she when you go to sleep and wake up, the kitchen's clean. So why do you care how how she does it? The food is amazing. You, you've been paying $15 for it at other restaurants. Okay, yeah. So why do you care? She's not yeah, asking you know, to do anything. You know, maybe maybe she's the asshole. To be honest, you know, I thought about it. Why? Why? Why are you doing? Why are you doing wifey duties for a, a boyfriend? I don't understand, girl. I mean, you know, I appreciate you. I mean, she's not an asshole, but she she needs to wake up. She wants to be appreciated like a wife, but like, you're just yeah. a girlfriend status right now. I'm just kidding, you know, like Daniel girl. girls, no, please don't be doing position. that. No, that, the part that took me out is this nigga that her talking about the tomatoes are too thick and the onions like, are too yeah, thin. Yeah, like at 3 a.m. How do you have the energy? How do you have the energy at 3 a.m. to be worried about how thin or thick? Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 your, what what do you difference call does it make? You're going to chew it up either way. You're like, gonna it chew literally it up doesn't make sense. No, he and, was, was, and even then, like, why didn't you get in the kitchen and do the condiments while she makes food? It makes it ten times quicker. It's a teamwork thing. Exactly. So instead of thinking about, I'm going to help you out on things that I find, like, I'm a little bit, like, picky on, you do it yourself. Yeah. Why is it that you're making her change her ways of how she does things? Because most of the time when people are cooking, they have a rhythm on how they do yeah, it. Yeah. And, like, you're literally fucking with her entire rhythm. And she even told you before, like, she burns the food sometimes when you, like, pick at her and, yeah. like, are old over her when you were cooking, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's yeah. none of your, stay in your fucking lane. Stay, stay in your lane, lane and yeah. eat your food. He should have sat there and eat his damn food. Eat your damn and, food and say thank and you. And said thank you after it and talked about how amazing and good it was. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's so picky on the little things. Well, he does not deserve it. So he does not deserve it. He does not appreciate it. 3 a.m. Wow. Stays up because she wants him to freaking eat. Like, yeah. Honestly, yeah. she sounds like an amazing girl. At 3 a.m. I'm gonna be sleeping and I'm be yelling at you for waking me up. I hope I hope people commented that like there's other things this is like pointing to other things in their relationship. Like she's trying to get his like like his his, his his love and all this stuff and I feel like he's not showing the appreciation like he should be going out of his way for, to do other things for her you know like to make her feel loved but like this is her maybe her love language and how she shows him that she loves him and he's just like did it sounds wrong with this, this is, yeah like, no, he doesn't deserve love he that does not deserve anything because she deadass does say in, in what he posted that she's trying to get his approval like girl you should not be jumping through hoops trying to get this nigga to approval when you're waking up at freaking 3 a.m to cook and clean for him like you're doing the absolute most but here's another cooking related one that's a bit interesting um so the poster is a guy okay so I've been dating my significant other for five years and a bit. I'm 25 and she's 28. Um, I would say we have a pretty good relationship, um, but she can somewhat, but she can somewhat be unaware of how sh- her words will affect uh, people. She can be inconsiderate like that, and I have a bit of a temper. A temper. Um, so we have had our spats. But when things are really good, they're really good. Now on to the story. Basically, before we started dating, I was terrible at cooking. I made a, uh, a decent egg and bacon breakfast and a couple of dishes. I knew little, and I wasn't very good with what I knew. She would often poke fun and make jokes at my expense for this. When I would cook for us from time to time, I was fine at first, but she kept making jokes. Um, and once I finally asked her to stop, she told me she wouldn't until I could cook on her level. Eventually, she stopped letting me cook for us and insisted she do it um, when we ate together, which was fine by me. She's a better cook, and I won't get annoyed um, by the jokes anymore, I thought. Well, I was wrong. The jokes didn't stop. 
um, the jokes didn't stop with comments like, aren't you glad I cooked dinner and others? For context, she's a very good cook and it's one of her passions. So for the longest time and most nights, she would cook dinner for herself once she got home from long hours at her job. I would cook for myself around dinner time long before she got home. After about a year of her jokes, I decided to start practicing my cooking as uh, a part of my New Year's resolution. Of course, she made um, a joke when I told her this, um, but it only spurred, uh, spurred me on. Uh, time skipped four years of reading recipes and cookbooks. I uh, even went through my dad's old chef school textbook he gave me um, when he heard about my, resolu my resolution. He taught me stuff about our, or he taught me stuff when our schedules aligned too. I tried to keep it to myself for fear of jokes and I silently improved. She would see the leftover dishes sometimes, but I didn't really, but didn't really ask. I guess she didn't care. The jokes came fewer and fewer since I stopped giving her a reaction, but she would still make uh, make them once in a while. Now she's unemployed, uh, so she's been home all <laughs> the time and often offers to cook dinner for us. Sometimes I let her, but I like my food more, so I often cook for myself. I guess she was curious because she tried some leftovers from my pan before I put them away. She really liked it and insisted I cook more often for us. I declined saying she can cook plenty well enough for her. She can cook, uh, where did I leave off? I decided saying she can cook plenty well enough herself and that I won't cook for her until she can cook on my level. Well, that started a whole argument. She called me petty, which I admit to, but I reminded her that I had asked her to stop with the jokes and those were her words to me. We argued for a bit more. Um, but that's the gist. Now she's giving me the silent treatment. I want to apologize for throwing her own words back at her until she apologizes for all the jokes she's made um, until recently. So am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think about quarantine I, and I can't, man. <laughs> I can't help but laugh. I swear to God, that is such a funny situation. Such a I funny mean, situation. I mean, I, 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 I'm lost for words. I lucky don't think he's the asshole. Yeah, I don't think he's an asshole. She's they're an asshole. They're both assholes, is my response. They're both assholes. She was I mean, they fuck, but he, for two, you were plotting for two years just to say this comment back to her? Like, that's you know, the part that killed me. That's but, the okay, part you know, that killed me. But you know, like, it kind of reminds me of, you know, like, when your parents tell you you're really bad at something consistently, like, you're really bad at, and you, like, work on it, and then, like, get better, and then later on, like, you show them? But is that, like, a horrible example? That I don't no, throw it back at them at all. I don't throw it back at that, but also it's like it's encouraging in a way because I just want to in my head and just be like I'm better because of the fact that like I, I don't know maybe it's just a bad example that I just gave, but it, in a way it kind of just seemed like she was picking on him to see like if if she could she if she can see his full potential and then he showed her, but the fact that he threw words that she said two years ago, he's looking the asshole for that, but then. I don't know. I feel like they're both. An I think they don't like each other, way. and they should break up. I think they should. Yeah, really that's break a up. very no toxic. Need for you to, that very fucking toxic. If you plotted just to say these words back to her, like she sounds like an asshole because she's rude. If somebody tells you what you're saying is hurting their feelings, you should respect that and keep like keep pushing. He doesn't have to same yeah. level as you. Good for you. Hey, keep pushing. But to plot and be sleeping next to this person and be plotting for this long, that's <laughs> sick, man. Kalataga. The part that killed me was that the fact that they each cook separately. Like, for the last two years, were they cooking separately? It sounds like she has a job. Yeah, from what he said, it sounds like she has a job where she comes home way after he's, like, it's dinner time, so he usually just cooks Yeah, himself. yeah. But that is weird. Like, why would you not just make enough food for the both of you and she can just eat for, Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would hate to be going in the kitchen. Wow. They're literally having their they're own, like, chef, chef competition in the house. In their house. Is that not sick, man? What the hell do you do when people come over? That, do you guys cook for your friends separately? Funny. Wow, that is so funny. But, like, I, I honestly think she's the asshole, like, 
Because she's just being really unsupportive and just, like, really mean. Like, everyone's not going to be good at what you're good at. Like, you know, you have to, like, respect everyone's um, talent and not talent, I guess. <laughs> no, it's, exactly. People have yeah. different, like... And, yeah yeah no people have different talents and like different level of different things that they're interested in so just because like you know food is your passion doesn't mean you have to like put that on everyone else and be like you suck you suck you suck and it's just crazy to me like that was like abuse in itself that the fact that he he, like went out of his way for two entire years to learn something so that he can like prove himself to her and i'm just like yeah that's just toxic no one has time for that People are sick. People are literally sick. But okay, are you guys ready for the next situation? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so they start off with, yes, I'm aware of how stupid and ridiculous this whole situation is. I'm a 29-year-old woman and I've been with my boyfriend, Tom, for nearly two years. He works with computers and has a normal life, normal social life, and a job um, until you get to the Lego figures. His house is normal except for the fact that he has an entire room dedicated to logo models and fake buildings. Lately, the subject the subject of getting engaged has cropped up. I think they would say popped up. Um, but Tom hasn't. Uh, Tom wasn't keen on the idea and said it's too soon. We have some trust, trust issues due to a drunken mishap on my part a few months back, but that's in the past now and not why I'm here. It's just for context, so please don't base your answers off of that. So Due to a lot of stress in my life right now and financial stress uh, due to becoming unemployed, I decided that I should move into Tom's house. Um, It's a three-bed detached house with a nice garage. Tom's job is super well-paying, so uh, it really shouldn't be a problem. When I asked him, he got all weird and said there was no room. He has three bedrooms, so I argued this, and he said he's not ready and that he needs the room for his Legos. Yeah, I know, right? He said he needed time to fully trust me and that um, he wasn't ready to rush things. I told him he would never notice if half of those Legos disappeared in thin air because he has hundreds. He said I was exaggerating and claimed he knows every single piece he's ever bought. So I'll admit I was ready. I was already feeling pretty hurt that he didn't want me moving in and didn't trust me. So I decided to put his claims to the test to see if he was just making excuses. I grabbed a trash bag while he showered and filled it with Legos from different rooms. I took them home and dumped them in the trash. The next morning, I got a call from Tom accusing me of stealing his Legos. I denied it at first because I panicked, but it turns out Tom's security camera caught me taking the bag to the car. I thought <laughs> I thought he would understand that I was hurt, but he's threatening to sue me for the losses that he claimed to the amount of 6000 There's no way in hell any of the things that I took were worth that, and I definitely can't pay that kind of money. It's, it's, a, it's fucking building blocks for Christ's sake. Tom said he can prove it and will be filing for the losses and has asked uh, for his key back. Am I the asshole for this? I didn't think he would notice and I thought he would uh, realize then that he didn't really need them and may expose and maybe expose the Lego as a cover up for not wanting to progress our relationship. Now the relationship is over because of some dumb toys. Am I the asshole? No, I just think you're dumb. I think he's the asshole. <laughs> she, she is the asshole and she's dumb. No, I think she is. I think she's. She's. You think she's she's an asshole? Yes, she's an asshole. The fuck? Like, why? Why are you going to? You think he's an asshole? Yeah. Why, Sam? Let's hear your side. Yeah, let's hear this. I think. I think he's an asshole because if you don't want to progress the relationship like she did, if you don't trust her, you don't want to progress the relationship, just break up with her. Why do you have to, like, say, oh, you can't move in, there's no room for you? Why do you have to lie to go to that that point? You could just break up with her if you don't trust her. 
I, mean, I think that he... I think she's dumb by like like basically plotting against him to try to take his Legos and see if she she can like prove her point. I think she's dumb, but I really think he's the asshole for like making her go through all those links. No, I think she is she is a sick person because you don't have to break up with somebody if you don't trust them. Maybe he's the fact that he took her back shows that he's he still wants to have the relationship, mm-hmm. but he it needs to be to a point where she can earn back his trust. It's not like either you trust me or we break up. Like he wants to try to build it back, and if she's not respecting his boundaries, even if he had a man, does this say how long they've been together? Two years, and she cheated, and he took yeah. her back. It sounds like, and she's trying to put just because she lost her job and doesn't have somewhere to live now, she's trying to peer pressure him into allowing her to move in with him. If he doesn't, if he said no, if he said I'm not ready to trust you and I'm not ready to progress it, like yeah. respect that. It doesn't have yeah. to be my way or the highway. I still think she's no. I I think she's she's the asshole because literally, like, if you feel like this man doesn't love you, he doesn't trust you, or whatever, you're not getting what you wanted out of that relationship. You can leave too. Like, I'm sure Tom was working on it because he you cheated on him and he's taking you back, but it's gonna take some time to build that trust. But the thing is, you literally disrespected this man's like um his like not hobby, but like something that he enjoys doing, and you have to respect that. Like, he's been doing this before you even came into his life and the yeah. fact that you're making fun of it like you're not being supportive to your partner that's something that they enjoy doing that's their hobby who are you to come in and be like no this is stupid it's just a yeah. like she's so stupid and i feel like tom deserves better like why the fuck and he, he she he needs to sue her ass and get her money she she's the one who lost her job he doesn't have to take her in that's not his wife exactly. like that's not his duty Period. like She's too much. She's just but he's not being a good partner. Like, he's not being a good partner. How are you, like, watching your girl struggle and you're just, like, allowing it to happen? Does that make sense? Like, how yeah, are you? I, mean, I get that how, it's her responsibility, how? but also you're just allowing it to, like, for her to, like, struggle, even though it's this, if this story is, like, recent, then it's the virus and everything that's going on. Like, how are you allowing your loved one, if you actually care for them, struggle that much? And and on top of that, but the I mean, dollars you're literally yeah. just putting all this stuff. But even yeah. then, it's a relationship. If you care about the person and you wanted to, like, work on building the relationship, then also that's another, their well-being is something that you're going to care about, too. So, like, I get, so no, I have a, I have a, I have a situation for you. So you mean tell me if you were dating a guy and he lost his job in the midst of this that's pandemic? That's not me, boo. I, no, that's, that's not me, boo. Okay, <laughs> Sam. Okay. So, you, so you're saying you wouldn't do that shit. Okay. I well, wouldn't do that shit, but I'm saying he's an asshole. I'm talking about their relationship and what you just explained. But you don't know I their relationship. Like this is just based off of literally a two-paragraph posting on Reddit, you know? Like, you can't... Mm-hmm. I, who's to say that she wasn't... But I'm also dissecting said, because Emma said that she, she wasn't... Like, she wasn't respecting his Lego. She, she wasn't respecting his hobby. And, like, also, he's not respecting, like her situation right now he's not caring or like being kind of she not her family he's not married to her he doesn't owe her anything yeah he doesn't owe her anything and then on top of that on top of that on top of that like to be to be honest i feel like the issue is her cheating like her saying don't add that to the situation we moved on no you don't know if he really moved on he's her like literally this is someone that you're in a relationship with and you literally couldn't stay faithful to them what why would i want you to move in with me you couldn't even stay faithful no honestly yeah what's wrong with you he, I get where Sam's coming from because if I, like, I know damn well once you cheat, like, it's a wrap. So I, w- I wouldn't even, like, 
I wouldn't even entertain the idea of potentially getting back with you because I know deep down inside my brain would always in the back of my mind I would always be thinking about that one situation mm-hmm. I can't erase my mind was okay right so I know damn well that it's be a no-go for me but it sounds like there are other issues in their relationship and she just is like maybe blind to it who knows maybe he was going to break up with her regardless before all the situation happened yeah. you know yeah. but yeah. she has a key to his house she was hanging out at his house like she was low-key it sounds like she was low-key pressuring him about like or there was some sort of pressure about an engagement she mentions that too and he's not really open to the idea of that you know so it's like respect people's boundaries if he's not into that idea there's no purpose of you trying to force it ترجمة <تصفيق> I know you'd be peeved if I came into your room and just got rid of all your makeup stuff, got rid of your skincare. You'd fight me on okay, I would be mad. I just feel like Legos are not that important. But, but see, you don't they are. That's just a personal opinion. You know what's important to somebody else. I could, I could value Legos and it could be very important to me, but that doesn't mean it has to be important to you. You just have to respect the fact that it's important to me. If it's his house, he could have 20 rooms with Legos in it and they could be worth three pennies if that's what the fuck he wants. But it's his space. You can't force somebody to do something with their shit. Like, what, that, that to me is the part that takes me out. Like, you're going to try to force your way in and tell this man, I don't care. You have three bedrooms. I want one. So a couple months ago, I sent my son, 15-year-old, um, to spend a long weekend with his aunt and cousin. His cousin is nine years old um, and a very talkative, bubbly child with a ten- tendency to speak at length about his favorite topics. I was in there, of course, but after my son came home, my sister called me um, and she said that my son had left her house. Her son had told her that whenever she wasn't in the room, my son was deliberately ignoring him. He talked to him. Um, he'd talk to him and get absolutely no reply. Apparently, my son wouldn't look at him at all. He pretend his cousin was, didn't exist. I asked my son about this, and he admitted that he found his cousin very annoying and said that he thought that if he ignored him, he might finally shut up. I was beyond horrified. I couldn't believe he would treat a member of his family this way. To punish him, um, his father and I ignored him for three days, the same length of time he'd um, been with my sister, to show him how unpleasant it was when people pretended you don't exist. Um, we didn't speak mm-hmm. to him. We didn't cook for him, um, although there was plenty of food in the house, and he had no trouble feeding himself. Uh, we generally pretended he wasn't there. After the punishment ended, I had him write a letter to his cousin apologizing. I thought this was fair. It wasn't a particularly long punishment, and if that, and it wasn't like he didn't have other people to talk to, and I thought he deserved something fairly harsh for how awfully he treated his cousin. After the punishment ended... Um, We had a long discussion about respecting others and how bullying isn't to be tolerated, and then we moved on. My son's been fine since then. The other day, however, I mentioned this story to a friend of mine, and she was disgusted by my and my husband's form of punishment. She said that it amounted to extreme mistreatment of a child. I think she's being overdramatic, and even my son agrees that it wasn't that bad after all. Once he realized we weren't talking to him, he mostly just ignored us back until the punishment ended. Thoughts? Hmm... 
I'm like 50-50 about it. Same. I mean, yeah, because I, I mean, like you shouldn't tell your child, like, it's, no one should be able to tell your child how you should punish or, like, how you should treat them, even though it's a, it's a, it is a little hassled, but, yeah. like, it's not her role, it's not, like, that's why I'm, like, 50-50 yeah. 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 No. I mean, I mean, it is like bullying because it's like you're ignoring someone else. Like whether you like the person or not. I mean, like you're at your cousin's house. You don't have to like all of your cousins, but I feel like just like ignore. Like if you would have continued with that behavior, it could just like escalate into other like bullying, mm-hmm. like behaviors. But I also think it's a little, it's a little bit harsh. I don't know. Yeah. No. But I. I mean, go ahead. Sorry. But I mean, like it wasn't like it. It didn't like actually like. Like, they weren't physically punishing this kid or anything. They're just showing him, like, how it feels to ignore other people, you know? Yeah, no, I yeah. was, I was like, tipsy about it, too, because I was like, yeah, he's, like, 15. But ultimately, I feel like that's not something I would do. Like, I don't think it, I don't think it is, like, abuse, as the friend Loki was thinking. Yeah. But I, I, it's not something I would do. I don't think I would go, go about in like trying to teach my kid that lesson in the same manner like I don't think that would do anything for them I'd much rather try to see if I could talk to them and explain it and like let them know like you could have avoided all that you know because like ultimately it's not like you weren't cooking for him it's not like you know like he's a teenager he's probably going to be distancing himself from his parents anyway so I don't think it was that like oh my god you ignored your child you know it'd be different if it was like a nine-year-old kid that was talking because I feel like it would have way more of like a psychological effect on them than it would a 15 year old that is already yeah. probably distant from their parents but i wouldn't go about it in the same way but um, I wouldn't say so you did you say the little cousin was nine years old the little yeah the little cousin was nine oh years and old, he's 15 and he's 15 okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so he was i guess yeah, I guess that makes sense, though. Like, it's like, what what do you have in common with a nine-year-old that's, like, talking too much? Like, you know, you're just like, yo, let me, leave me alone. Let me be in my own bubble. But still, at 15, I feel like you should know it's not it's not right to ignore people. And, yeah. you know, it could, like, later on affect the other, like, that younger kid, how he feels about himself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's very fucked Especially knowing, like, he, he's nine. He probably thinks the world of his 15-year-old cousin. And, you, you know, you're yeah. spending the weekend at his place. So he probably was looking forward to it and, like, was really excited to hang out with you. And you completely yeah. ignored him. So I get where the mom's coming from with being frustrated at how her kid behaved and treated his cousin. Because that's a very fucked up thing to do for a 15-year-old to do. But I wouldn't, I don't feel like ignoring him for, for three days is really... Like, yeah, I feel like he didn't didn't do anything because he's yeah. like fifteen and he's like whatever. Like it care. is yeah, what it is. Saying, like I don't. But, yeah. Yeah. But no. But I'm glad that they had him write like a paper, like yeah, an apology, apologize. and like actually like had a conversation about it. I'm glad that they did something about it instead of just yeah. kind of letting it go and say like you know what that's how he is. He just ignores yeah. everyone. Exactly. It could have yeah. escalated into other problems later on. Yeah. Okay. That was that was my last scenario. Okay. Yeah, those are some interesting scenarios coming out of quarantine. Quarantine, 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 quarantine radio. (laughs) I cannot believe quarantine radio is back. A lot of toxic, a lot of toxic relationships. Like I, I don't know. I'll bring you guys more. I'll bring you guys more because there are just some wild. Oh my god, I should can can actually can I read one more? Yeah, Yeah, add one more. There was one more that was like really really funny that I thought was like hilarious because let me just find it. Give me one second. So this one, I'm not going to read the title because it's going to give it away. (laughs) 
but um, they said, I'm pretty sure guys are laughing at me um, now saying I wish I had this problem, but here goes. Um, both my wife, 33, and I, he's 36, are working from home now. Um, it gives us more closeness, and I'm trying to count blessings, especially as we have uh, different schedules. However, my wife has seemed to take the opportunity to basically never wear clothes. She works in nothing but her glasses and is doing <laughs> and is doing some chores and cleaning naked, too. I recently saw her cleaning and vacuuming the living room fully naked, and she's been doing some cooking naked. Um, she's getting dressed when she she's not getting dressed when she rarely leaves the house. I asked her why, and she basically gave a few passive aggressive responses of why she does. Um, why does she need uh, to bother with clothes if she's not leaving the house and um, only I'm around? Um, yeah, I know I'm an idiot for complaining, and so many guys are jealous of me now. However, I honestly just find it a bit too weird and unnerving, kind of distracting since I'm trying to work too, and frankly, um, a little self-centered since she's obviously doing it for her gratification and not mine. I knew she had some exhibitionist tendencies before we married, since um, which I enjoyed, um, but I'm also a bit worried if she's exploring them in other ways in her studies privacy. I don't think it's too much to ask her to put on a tank top or in shorts most of the time and maybe let it be a special surprise to me when the clothes come off. Once again, I have no doubt she's doing this because she wants to expose herself, not to give me a show, hence why she's not taking the hint. Am I being dumb? Um, am I being um, a dumb, upset they don't know I don't know what the fuck they're trying to say if they even spelled it but they're essentially saying I'm being dumb at being upset about something great um so what do you guys think because this guy sounds like a dumbass to me but <laughs> he does sound really really dumb like the no. fact you know how problematic this nigga said she's doing it for her gratification not mine like does everything have Why to be you? about you Literally. like does everything have to be about you motherfucker? if I want to be naked in my own damn house I will be naked in my own damn house the audacity <laughs> <laughs> that I, I, this whole situation is it's just funny oh my goodness the fact that people <laughs> are actually like writing this stuff onto reddit and just posting it like <laughs> as if this is like an actual like thing to contemplate like wh- why do you care why go oh, to a different room her. no i get what he's saying but i, I, but I also think it's kind of weird you. it's kind of but i feel like it's kind of weird like all day <laughs> Yeah, that is that is weird, but to, you know, to each their own. You're in your home, do whatever the fuck you want to do. That's not that's not something I'm interested in. But do what you want to do. I the fact the idea of like cooking while you're naked just does not sound appealing. Yeah, it, yeah. it sounds a bit dangerous and um not safe in my in my. What if I do silly school that though? That's, that's like my worst. I'm like, girl, you go get burns in areas that should not be getting burned. Or like, say you're making suga and like you know how suga like suga pasta. Yeah. This one, I feels it feels it sounds like very unhygienic too. Like you're like exactly. sitting in your couch, you're like exactly. walking around. Just naked. Like naked. Just... That's gross. But do you? It's your house. Do you, man? <laughs> However, the fact that the snake like the, the fact that the snake is like upset about it is so funny to me. Like if you are that bothered, you could just be like, hey, like it's a bit distracting to me if you're naked. I'm trying to get work done. Like can you go to a different room? Or you go in a different room. It's not that deep. But to me, what was more bothersome is the fact that he's making it about him. Like I'm upset that yeah, she's yeah. naked. When I don't want her to get naked, but when she wants to get her naked, like it's her body. If she wants to throw off all her clothes in her home. She's going to yeah. do that and allow yeah, it. Yeah. But Maybe it hot. Want... yeah, it's you're wild, man. It's not like she's getting naked and it's going on Zoom naked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> and then to and then to spin it to be like I'm worried about how she's exploring her like her ideas in like in different ways. Nigga, you're out here coming at your wife just because she wants to be naked in her house. You're making it seem like she's doing some other shady shit. Who's the asshole? Crazy. I don't know who's the asshole. People who's the are asshole? just crazy. He is. Emma? He is. They both, they're both dumbasses and they're assholes. Like, I just... No, I, I don't think I, she's I, a, I don't think she's a dumbass. I, have, I, I don't think she's an asshole at all. Dumbass, but I'm just if, an I, asshole. If, if you want to take off your clothes, I, yeah, take off I your clothes. Like, 
And no one's gonna tell you to put clothes on your own damn body. In your own damn home. Yeah. That's disrespectful. No, hell no. He's an asshole, 100,000 Yeah, she's she's being dumb by being naked all the time when you're cooking. That's wild. (laughs) Do you, though? But... She's not an asshole for that. He definitely is an asshole, and he sounds like he is. Um, maybe, maybe like she gets hot whenever she's on the stove or whatever, and the steam and everything like that. Maybe that makes her hot, and she doesn't want to be hot. She's, she's naked. naked all the time. She's cooking and cleaning naked, fam. There's no way to sit there and be like, well, maybe she's naked because she just wants to be naked. She likes to be naked. Do you? Okay. By any means, do you? You're naked, Adikutala. You love your body so much, you just want to be naked. Do she's you? I'm like naked and afraid. Yeah, I just feel like that'd be uncomfortable. But like, do you? Whatever rocks yeah. your boat, Adikutala. Um, but that's pretty much it. I'm just, I'm excited to see more quarantine stories of how people are going to potentially be, um, causing drama with their partners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see how this like, some out. juicy ones, some crazy ones. I will. So, like, I, I'll keep an eye on another, another messy episode. I got you. I got you. Um, that wraps it up for this episode. Let us know who you guys think are the assholes or if we were wrong in our judgments of the assholes today. Um, Hit us on Twitter at the Unrun Pod and on Instagram we're at the Unrun Podcast. Um, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. 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 Peace out, Grass Cow.